You ready? The Pepper and Dylan Show. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. We get to stay up late tonight. Have a good day. We'll see you Monday from 5.30 tonight. Now have a good day. 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 Welcome to the Rights and Wrongs. Welcome to the Rights and Wrongs for February 25th. It's yeah. a Friday. Yeah, so every Friday we're going to do this, you know, about a, t- I don't know, 15-minute podcast or so, going through the arguments of the week and elaborating. It was determined on the live show that uh, of the six that we had this week, the six debates where we relied on the audience to verify who was right and who was wrong, I won three, Dylan won two, and Spoiler. the big one remains unsolved. Mm-hmm. So we'll save the big one for last, okay, Robbie? Yep. So let's run down some of them here and see if we want to elaborate on any of these discussions. Okay, right. well, we started the week off with this. I, I don't even know how we got started on it, but Dylan, you were saying how you think management should acknowledge you <laughs> for always showing up to work on time. I mean, well, that yeah. was the first segment on Tuesday. Yeah, because Monday was a holiday. That was the first segment on Tuesday morning, 5.30. I think I need some acknowledgement that I'm here on time. I just think it's pretty good, right? <laughs> like, for 16 years, I've come almost every day on time. Mm-hmm. The days that I show up, I'm pretty much on time, if not a couple minutes before we go to air. Yeah. Which I'm, like, that is a big track record well, uh, 16 when we, years. When we sign on the air at 5.30, what is your on time? 5.30? 5, 5, 5, no, 5.30. 5, 10? 5, 5.30. 5.30. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it used to be, you know, ages ago, I would be here at like 4, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Right? And, but, but it was, you know, in the first few years of the radio show, and it was like, you know, because it was, we were trying to get it get it going. And it was and, a different style of show. Yeah, yeah, it was a different style. needed a bit more prep. There was a maybe. lot of, you know, there was a lot of grind to getting to, sh- to the show to where we felt comfortable oh. with it and we didn't have to invest all of those I, early morning One hours. of my first tasks, I remember, was coming in early, mm-hmm. getting all the clips from the, the TV shows from the night before. Yeah. Like the like whatever the mm-hmm. late night shows were. Yeah. Having the clips ready and and, uh, and then not laid used. out just for, just for you, like a page of stuff, and they were never used. But I never requested that. That that was Sean said that you would just in case you needed them make sure right. they were ready for you right, but there it, was never once that I ever said we should do that because I don't I, it, I never really liked that kind of style. It was just part of the the extra prep we, we used to do. That was just the assumption of what the industry was like because Dylan, when you used to produce a morning show in Toronto, you had to do all of that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was kind of handed down to Sean, which was handed down to you, and it didn't take long for you to realize, oh my, what a waste of time! Nobody's using any of mm-hmm. this. Well, some yeah. yeah, some shows I guess still use that kind of idea. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, like everything. Yeah. Where I'm talking every single. Oh, like, I, I know. Like I did. Dozen, and we had to record some off the TV sometimes. We yeah. had a, a TV hooked up to a recording and then device. Fast forward through like Conan to find an interview yeah. clip. Yeah, it was a pain. Like it was. I, I, it was fun for me to get to learn and stuff. But there was so much we went into to pre- planning the show that was never used. Right. Well, I used to do uh, what would have been that job in Toronto, and I would come in at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh my God. They would yeah. start at five thirty. Right. So you were basically working the night shift. Yeah, and I would make sure everything's ready. But it is a lot of work, right? It is. 
I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not complaining about it. It's just, and I think uh, you would always say the best days are the days you, you didn't have to go to the list. We don't do anything. And yeah. use anything off yeah, the list. By far. Mm-hmm. And the best days are the days when Dylan shows up, <laughs> but he believes that those are the days where he deserves the most recognition. I just think, no, like in, in general, I really do believe that it would be a better working environment for everybody if you just thanked your employees for coming each day. Sure. I mean, it would be great. Why not? Yeah, like, it's and, great to, and, have, and you to have that, Thanks for that coming in. recognition. It goes a long way, I think. Well, you, making someone feel like they're like you always talk about team atmosphere and bringing people yeah. together. It would, it would feel good if I like lots of times you come in here, you don't hear anything, and you leave, and you're like, I don't know if they even cared I was there. Well, you got a lot oh. of suck it up. That's what your paycheck is for. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people said that. I don't necessarily agree with it. I mean, the paycheck is to do the work, right? Work starts at 5.30. Yeah. I'm here before that. It's, it's nice to have a little of gratitude for that five minutes that you're here before that. But it would be for any job. Like you coming in early. Like for teachers, they never get the thank you that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Teachers are there constantly before the bell rings doing to make sure. Doing the stuff. Staying after, yeah. uh, after making sure. Uh, doing on their lunch hour. Taking money out of their own pocket to make sure that mm-hmm. the students have decorations around the classroom. Mm-hmm. Like that right. sort of thing. Like right. uh, no one's thanking them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's just if we all started to thank people more often, right? Well, Dylan, thank you for being here every day. And thank you yeah. as well. We appreciate that. Yeah. Unfortunately, you didn't win that one, right, Robbie? Nope, you did not. The audience was like, get over it, buddy. You, you, you're, you're working when you're supposed to work. I know, and no one cares about that. Yep. But that's the society we live in. No one wants to thank. <laughs> no one really wants I think to. the society we live in is everybody wants to be thanked for things that, like you. Going above and beyond? That's what? not above and beyond. Like, recognize me for doing the thing that I'm supposed to do. Why would, it, why would that make society worse, though? It's just entitled. Like, I came here. It's like you have an agreement. That's your job. But you better thank me for it. Like, that's, that's where society seems to be going. Yeah, okay, but like, so when someone comes to my house to do something for me, I still thank them for mm-hmm. it. I right. pay them, right. and I thank them. And sometimes I even tip them on top of it. Right. But like like I said earlier, you better be thanking them on payday, every that's, single payday. I'm gonna. That's right, Thank Dylan. you so much for paying they me. They should tip you then for doing your job. But, uh, pff, why not? The server does a good job at the restaurant, you give them extra. Sure. Why shouldn't you get a little extra for doing a good and job? And I'm not just talking about me, although I'm going to be the guy that stands up for everybody. Oh, we appreciate that. But my garbage man now, mm-hmm. didn't for a long time, yep. takes my garbage every week. Deserves a tip just as much as someone who cuts my hair. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? It's fair. Why wouldn't you? They're there every week That's grabbing fair. my garbage and dumping it. Hard to get the tip to them if you're not home. They tape a $20 bill to the garbage bag. They'll see it. Uh. They'll see it right on top. So but all I'm saying is they're doing a job that we just we just assume, right. ah, that's their job. Imagine you'd been tipping your garbage man by attaching an envelope with $20 on top of the garbage can mm-hmm. every week, and you found out he had no idea, and he was just throwing it in the trash. That wouldn't be ideal. Wouldn't that be awful? That would not be good. <laughs> all I'm saying is I'm Even working- though you're parting with the money. That's funny. Mm-hmm. You were giving rid of the money anyway. Sure. Right? What's the difference between him not knowing and throwing it in the trash and him taking $20 and throwing it in the trash? Yeah, I it guess. wouldn't bother you if he just threw it in the garbage. Mm. But then the recognition's not there. Uh-huh. That's what it's about. And what this is all about <laughs> is like being recognized be for yep. everything. Yeah. Okay. So you think you should thank the garbage man with a tip, and he should thank you for the tip? Well, you would. Okay. It's just that's natural how right. it would work. Okay. Right? You would. I would. No one would ever hand me twenty dollars and go, "Hey, thank you," and me go like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> 
<laughs> That'd be a pretty rude Darn thing to do. Darn right. Unfortunately, Dylan, you lost that one. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you're right. out on that one. You can't you can't make the argument. Okay, Robbie, number two. Number two, does does anybody actually watch Murdoch Mysteries? This is a shock to me. This is, And this it's, is like overwhelmingly you were wrong. It was an absolute shock to me. There were a lot of things that were a shock to me about this. One, that people loved Murdoch Mysteries. And the fans of Murdoch Mysteries who were listening to this conversation, where I was convinced that Murdoch Mysteries is that, you know, like, what did you say, Robbie? It's like when the hockey game ends late, they just throw on a Murdoch mm-hmm. Mysteries to get them to, like, the top of the hour so the next episode right. of whatever schedule can start. Right? It's just, that's what I always thought Murdoch Mysteries was. Mm-hmm. Just assumed. So for me, it's always been a fun show to reference because it's like, to me, it's just a non-event show. And then we get a, f- a fevered response from the Murdoch Mystery fans. It's your own fault, though. Something that has 17 seasons, you can't and, think no one's watching. Then I find out there's 17 seasons of Murdoch Mysteries. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. So, I mean, we can't even debate this. I was dead wrong on that one. Yeah. It's 15 or 17. Whatever a the lot case of is. seasons 15. of Murdoch Mysteries. Fifteen seasons. Like I have, lot. you know, flipped past Murdoch Mysteries, and I couldn't tell you if they were different or the exact same one. Because if I see Murdoch Mysteries on the guide, <laughs> I just keep on moving, man. Not, I'm not everybody. I'm not stopping on Murdoch Mysteries. So you think there are people that are like, oh, it's almost Murdoch Mysteries time, huh? Put the kids to bed. Murdoch's yes. solving a mystery. Everyone has a, go around the room right now. Yeah. Name the show. That you like that nobody else likes. Everyone has the show that they're watching that you're like, whew, this is probably only a me thing. It's easy to go, I watch Ozark as everybody. Right. Right. Right? It's easy to uh, jump on the bandwagon of the new, like, Inventing Anna. Okay. As everybody's talking about it. I might start that this weekend. Oh, very good. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's, it's very interesting. Okay. Her accent's annoying, but... Um, there's a bunch, I think, that I I think Robbie's the king of this. Sure. Like, um, Just for Laughs Gags. You love that show. Some would say it's filler, just like you said. I think it actually is filler, It's so good. They just put on as many gags as they need to get them to, you know, 930, and then they put on the real show. It's so good, though. I think CBC does get a, get a bad rep. Just like Murdoch Mysteries, it's on CBC, so people automatically think it's junk. But CBC has some good shows. Mr. D... That's a good one. What was the one you really liked? The um, the remake of Lethal Weapon, the TV version oh, of Lethal Weapon. It's in, that's actually incredible. One of your favorite shows. That that wouldn't be classified as junk. Like, that was a hit show. Is it still on TV? No, three seasons. That was it. Hey, it got canceled. So Didn't have good. enough Robbies in the audience. Uh, they kept switching the um, the rigs. Okay, <laughs> right now. Oh, the character. Yeah. Okay. I am certain I am the only one watching. Okay. I, I'm next to pause. There can't be another person watching because even while I'm watching, I'm like, oh my God, what am I watching? Yeah. Season one mm-hmm. of Last One Laughing. You're watching that? Oh! You see? I'm the only one. On Amazon, it, right? It, right. It looks like it's horrible. Yeah. It is horrible. With Colin I've Mockery? seen the promo yes. for it, right? It's one of the worst shows I've ever witnessed, but I'm like five episodes in. Why are you watching it if you hate it? Oh, I don't know. It's one of those shows that you keep watching to see if it'll get better. It's not gonna. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Maybe I'm three episodes in. I can't remember how many I'm. I'm in, but it. Trust me, I'm in it way deeper than anyone will ever make it because mm-hmm. it's horrible. But <laughs> here I am watching it. They've really put a lot of marketing and promotion behind it, right? It's on Amazon. Yeah, every yeah, with time. Tom Green, yes. uh, Colin Mar- uh, Mockery. Uh, it's I, like that. I recognize a few of the people. The, on the big Canadian named comics. 
And it's it's kind of like is it a mix between like Big Brother and improv? It it feels it's, like every, or? yeah, everyone's in the in one room. Mm-hmm. They have six hours, and you just can't laugh or smile. You get like two chances, and then you're out. And so so they just try and make each other laugh, right? And it, horribly, like not like funny jokes, not like witty jokes, like just horrible things. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch it to see how bad it is, Robbie. Do that this weekend. Okay. So bad. I've seen, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, uh, it's, I mean, they're marketing like crazy, and I'm sitting here watching it. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, everyone has that thing. Like, you have to have one. I'm trying to think of, of what it is. Maybe I'm just a little bit of a bandwagon watcher, and I just watch all the hit shows. I mean, that's why they're hits, right? Sure. Like, I never got, I, I, I've never been a The Voice guy. I've never been a, what's that thing we, we sing with, with helmets on? What's that thing called? The, the Masked mask Singer. The Masked Singer. I've never watched that. I would if it was called We Sing With Helmets On, though, perhaps, maybe. <laughs> uh, old game show, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Fortune. Nah. There's I know so a lot people of people do that. watch Wheel of Fortune, but Wheel of Fortune is something, if I'm watching TV and it's on, bang, I'm watching Wheel so of Fortune. Weird. I love a good Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. There's just some stuff I watch, I just, I know you guys have never heard of, Yeah. that that no one else would watch, like the Eric Andre show. Have you ever heard? Do you know who Eric Andre is? He's no. on TV. He's the guy in that starred in Bad Trip. That yeah. uh, prank, it was like the um, the prank show that you guys made fun of me for watching. Yeah, it's so bad, but so good. I, if anyone here has seen the Eric Andre show, we'd be soulmates. So you, you just let me know. Oh, DM me. I oh god, what is the name of it? I'm never gonna find the name of it. What is it about? It's on Crave. It's a Canadian show. I don't know if they're new episodes or they're old episodes. My ex-girlfriend introduced me to the show. Oh, I'm never going to... What's the premise? The premise is it's a comedian and he goes undercover to fix businesses. Oh. But, but it's all a gag. What is it Nathan? called? Nathan Undercover? Is that... No, not Nathan... Nathan For You? Yeah. Something like that? Nathan For You. Let, let, let that me is great. It. It's a great show, and I'd never heard of it until my ex-girlfriend, Andrew. Yeah, Nathan For You. I've seen it. It's so funny. And uh, look, I guess there's there's four seasons of it, and uh, it says writer, director, and comedian Nathan Fielder also has a business degree, and he combines that <laughs> yes. knowledge with his unusual life experiences to help struggling small businesses boost their sales. So it sounds like it's a well-intentioned show. But all he does is have the worst ideas ever, and usually the businesses flop even more. So you think Murdoch Mysteries isn't something, but you're watching Nathan for you? <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's there's my answer to you, Dylan. Nathan yeah. for you is is smart. <laughs> it's really fun. It is. It's a really funny, fun show. Oh, what's that show? Both of you were watching something about uh, GI Joe or something. What was it? You were watching it. I think you should leave. Is that what Love, it was? I think you should leave is great. It's ridiculous. Yeah, these are the things that you like. So just stop yeah. everything before yeah, you no, judge other people. I just didn't know there was actually a fan base for Murdoch Mysteries, but for 15 or 17 seasons, there must be. Yeah. Right? Okay. So a long story short, uh-huh. Dylan gets the point. You know, long story short is the most backwards uh, phrase you can throw out there. Long because usually when short. you're saying long story short, it's because you just had the long story. So your attempt to make it short has yeah. actually made it longer. It's already over. Right? Fair So point. what you're trying to do is summarize the long story by giving a short story. So you could, long story short, kind of, it says, okay, now that you've heard the long story, here's the short You could have made it shorter. Yeah, yeah. But we made it longer. That's what we tend to do. Yep. Way too long. Yeah, okay. So oh, yeah. Dylan got the point yeah, on that point one, there. right? Yeah, because people do like Murdoch Mysteries. All right. And this one, we, we got into talking about carpets mm-hmm. and if anyone has it in their bathroom. Mm-hmm. It just I, seems like such a bad idea. 
Oh, totally. You know, once I thought about it, sometimes I'll just open my mouth and say something and not think about it. But there is some elements to, because I got a new bath mat, Dylan, mm-hmm. and I got to wash the bath mat. But sometimes the bath mat, it's by the sink and not by the shower because I don't have room for two bath mats, you know? So I got to make either a big step to the bath mat, mm-hmm. or if I have the bath mat near the shower, why don't you get a second one? Then I can't get out to the sink. It's just the way it's laid out; not enough room. And I got mm-hmm. one of these new gel bath mats at Costco. Oh yeah, and you just stand on that. Oh, it's like standing on a cloud. Like that. So I thought if you could get something like that and then just install it like carpet, you don't have bath mat problems anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And there was a time when when homes must have had like stock. Yeah carpet in the bathroom. Yeah, and then there's that really thin carpet, you know, like that restaurants have, and they vacuum it with that non-powered mm-hmm. vacuum brush mm-hmm. thing, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, that carpet wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. It's a little rough. So they have a gyms. Yeah. And, you know, you could you could put that in your bathroom. But anyway, you shouldn't have said no one's ever had carpet in their bathroom because that's where he loses, right? Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people messaged in saying, yeah, my grandma still has it. Yeah. It was mostly older homes. Yeah. But and, where, and farm I, homes. where I really lost is thinking that it's a good idea, right? And you, you really said that's a horrible idea. Right. And that's moving on to the next point yeah. is having carpet in the back. Even if you have it, is it a good idea? Yeah. And then you called a, uh, uh, what's it called? A restoration guy. Yeah. Who told stories of how when he rips it out, it's disgusting. Yeah. The floor, like the wood underneath is rotting. And yeah. Uh, yeah Once I applied cool. just even the slightest bit of common sense still into that one. Yeah. I realized how wrong that was. Well, that's generally how I win on this, is common sense. (laughs) Most of my wins just come from that. Because you can't take the carpet out to wash it, you see? So it just harbors all of that that moisture and mold and whatever else drips on the rug over time in your bathroom. And it just never gets dry because the bathroom is so moist. Yeah. All the time. Which and then builds onto my idea of carpet in the kitchen wouldn't be a bad idea either, but that was just me being an idiot because that's a horrible idea. Yeah, you spill something. Yeah. Little pasta sauce on the kitchen carpet, you got to replace the whole carpet. Not good. Not to mention just food odors. Just a bad idea. That was just a bad idea all around. That was one of those ones. Carpet's one of the grossest things we have because I've uh, renovated a couple houses Mm -hmm. and uh, every time I go in to replace the carpet, um, I'm cheap. I'll have someone put the, the carpet in, mm-hmm. but I'll always tear the carpet out myself. Smart. Right? Yeah. It's the grossest thing ever. Underneath the carpet, and not even like um, like 50, 60 years. I'm mm-hmm. talking like five years of carpet. Mm-hmm. It is disgusting what's underneath it's gross it. gross accumulation. Yeah. One of my renovation buddies says, never put carpet in your house. And I said, well, why is that? And then I started lifting up carpet. And I'm like, all right, that's why. Because this harbors a lot of gross. Oh, oh like the, the dead cells and the bacteria yeah. and all the little, uh, I don't even know what it is. But carpet on the feet, a nice, good, thick, plush carpet, man, you can't be beat. I would rather, mm-hmm. personally, heated floor over uh, carpet on the feet. Yeah? Yeah. Heated tile, heated uh, hardwood, something like that. So and you, Yeah, you uh, have Dysons and you seem to be meticulous with your vacuuming and it's, it's that bad, It's eh? still gross. It's just nasty. Like, you want to do yourself do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. Move your bedside table one inch to the left if you have carpet. Yeah. And you will see how gross carpet gets. Well, that's to say, I have hardwood floor in my bedroom, mm-hmm. and uh, I am terrified. I've got a very low clearance from my bed frame, but it's been several years since I've cleaned underneath the bed. Oh, you'll be shocked. And lifted the mattress up and the planks and that whole deal, uh. because what's under there is I can't, I can't believe I live like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm embarrassed to live like that. 
That's why they say you should move every seven years. Really? Yeah. Do they say just to get out of your filth hole? I think so. Just so you can you can get out of where you're at and have a good clean. Right. Oh my God. So a lot of people who like my parents have been in their house for forty some years. Mm-hmm. And then you throw pets into the mix, like a cat. Boy, oh there's my cat goodness. hair. I, I can't. I shudder to think what's under that bed right oh, you've now. You've had so many animals in and out. Oh, yeah, good luck so with that. Many. All right, so carpet in the bathroom. Bad, bad idea. idea. Dylan bad gets a point idea. for that there one. There you go, Dylan. Thank you. Um, moving on. Have you ever, even for a second, thought about hiring a hitman? See, I don't think I should have lost this. I think that, it, it, like, it's easy to say I have, but I'm talking about real, actual thinking about it. Like, that's what I was referring to. I wasn't referring to, like, have, have you had a thought that you, oh, I want that person gone. Mm-hmm. I was like, like legitimately thought about hiring a hitman is what I thought we were discussing. Mm-hmm. And people, they're not. They're, they're saying, it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, I've thought about it. Yeah. But like legit thought about it within, you didn't. You didn't think about it, not with the consequences, not with the jail time, not with getting busted. Well, in the way I phrased the question, even for a split second, have, has it ever gone through your mind of hiring a hitman? You know, you're really mad at somebody, your boss pisses you off one day, something like that. I can't believe people would do that. A lot of people thought about it, right? The, th- the two things I think that get in the way of us hiring hitmen are, one, we don't know what it costs, but I, uh, I imagine it's pretty expensive. And two, we wouldn't know where to begin. That's not true. More I would have, morality. I would have no idea. No, I think that's three. I Come really on. do. I really do. I don't. I really it. think cost and doing the research, right? Like, because you can't just look up Google reviews of Hitman. Although Robbie keeps pushing the darknet on us, and then you can find not, anything I'm, on the darknet. I'm dark not net. pushing it. I'm just saying that's where you could go. Is that where you would start? Is on the darknet? I don't even know Definitely. how to get to the darknet. Yeah, you need. It's a, it's a process. Yeah. You need a thing called a, you need a thing called Tor, uh-huh. which is an, uh, the onion router, which helps layer your protection. And what it's were a whole you thing. trying to find? That's what I'm thinking, Dylan. Um, I'm not, I'm not looking to get on the dark web. Mm-hmm. I just, you sure know a lot about not looking to get on it. <laughs> I just, it, it's a place you could go to find just things you can't find on the normal internet. Okay, but I've heard of it, and that's the extent of my knowledge. You're knowing, you I, know what kind of gear you need. You've, you've researched getting on the dark net a little bit, and I was just kind of fascinated with a thing called the Silk Road, mm-hmm. which was a. Um, it was a drug. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a thing on the internet yeah. where you could just go buy drugs and guns and things where people could buy things and be completely anonymous. Mm-hmm. It was just fascinating to me how there was a place for that. But if you know about that, how come law enforcement doesn't know about that? They do, that? but it's on the dark net, so they can't do anything. Why they had not? To execute sting because it because they can't trace it. So they had to execute stings, and there was a whole. It was a whole thing. Okay. It's, there's a Didn't documentary. Silk Road get shut down though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they did know about it eventually. Okay. Yeah, but it, for for the longest time, it was just a place you could go, and it was kind of legendary in uh, the dark web community. I just feel that if we know you can get a hitman on the dark web, don't people who are the, the authorities in our world, don't they know you can get a dark, uh, hitman on the dark web? Yeah. yeah, and they can go there, and then they can just bust them, right? They can set up stings and try to hire the hitman. And- I would argue it's harder to be a hitman than it is to hire a hitman, maybe even. Because if you are a hitman, you really got to be careful on your clientele. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you can trust them or not. Mm -mm. Yeah, you're not doing a lot of advertisement. No. You don't have radio commercials. It's all word of mouth. (laughs) It's all word of mouth. But where does that word start? What mouth do you go to first? 
This is why I don't think it's as common as you guys think. Yeah, word of mouth advertising does really work, but I don't know in the hitman industry if anybody wants to openly uh, declare that they really enjoyed their experience with that hitman. Yeah, I killed somebody. Talk to my guy. Not happening. Oh, you're looking at kill- Yeah, I've got the guy. He's the best. The best. <laughs> I've used him three times. I don't think anybody's admitting that to anybody. I don't know. I think so. I think David. Uh, I don't know. You don't I, think so? No, I don't. I just don't think in 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 real practice, uh, uh, someone would be thinking about this logically. Yeah. And I ended up losing because Pepper awarded it the way he did, but I, I just yeah. don't believe Has it. Has it ever crossed your mind? Okay, what about this? What about you, in a moment of, of rage or vengeance, you decide to hire a hitman. That's it. I'm hiring a hitman. No. And you give them, because I think you have to pay them in a, in a you leave a deposit, right, for the hitman? And then when the job's done, you give you them the, the other half, half, right? So you give them half. I don't think you can negotiate with a hitman. No, I but think I, think that's that's how, I think that's how it works. That's a regular structured payment. They're like contractors, Dylan. Like how any do you contractor. know? Where would you get this information I from? just assume that that's how it goes, right? I've seen I a lot of TV it. shows. Hitman takes your money and he leaves. No, because the what are you gonna do? That he's got a bad reputation. What, what, I would write a strongly worded Google review. This is it. You're not going to. He doesn't have to worry about his reputation because you ain't telling anyone. I tried to kill somebody and he didn't do it. Not something you're going to admit. The hitman's got you. He's got you the 100%, so he will take all your money up front because he, he can't trust you any further. He never wants to see you again. Well, doesn't he want referrals? No. Doesn't he want... You just said. Yeah, no, he I, would not want yeah, referrals. Yeah, he would, how do you refer... Yeah, that's a good question. Right, you don't. But Therefore, let's say you give him a down payment, right? $5,000? On the on the down payment, let's say let's say it's ten thousand dollars to off somebody. I just don't okay? think you would. Do and you say to the hitman, "Hey, I want this person off," and they're like, "Okay, it's ten thousand bucks, five thousand up front." You give them the five thousand dollars because you're you're in a mood, you're in a you're in in that real cycle of anger, right? Yeah. Vengeance and anger, and I want this person dead, right? So you go through with the deposit, but then you know your feelings subside and the conscience, the Dylan morality takes over, and you think, "Oh, maybe this is a bad idea." Do you just say goodbye to the $5,000 or do you go through with it because you've already paid half? No, it's a deposit. You, you paid half. It's a dollar. non-refundable deposit. Yes, you're just, you're, you're out that money. Yeah. You're out it. So you're, you're going to say, you know what, change my mind, keep the 5000 Yeah, I think people would. I would never even consider it though. You can't ask me. You're already in deep. I don't know. I think I would go through it. I'd have to. It well, just all depends. Didn't the Tiger King end up in jail and he didn't even hire someone? Just for conspiracy, right? Right, he was just yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. So I but that's the type it. of person, by the way, that thinks about murdering <laughs> well, somebody. Well, we've got a lot of them because the you ty- lost that point, Dylan. That's the type of person who doesn't know how to navigate the dark dark web, mm-hmm. is what that is. Yeah. He would have been better off on the dark web. He would have been. It so you been could all- hire Robbie to hire a hitman. That's what you've got to do. <laughs> oh, you have to use a third party but to hire But you don't a want more people knowing. That's the problem with killing. Yes. And okay. I stop it. <laughs> There's a, a lot of problems with killing. to do. It's a horrible conversation. I always think about when you watch, uh, everybody loves a good caper, right? A good uh, heist movie. We all love a good Red heist Notice. movie, right? Uh, Red Notice is a good heist movie. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, heist great movie. heist Italian movie. Job. Italian job, good heist movies. You know, how do, how do you, is that just, you, you get in the community, you get to know people when you need a fence or you need a guy, that, a jewel thief, or you need a video expert or a bomb expert. They just get to know each other? Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth in that situation? Like the, the shadier people I know know shadier people than uh, than that. Really? Right, and yeah. so they yeah. I, like I have I have a couple shady hookups, and they I don't know them, but I just know like if I need something, I go to my shady hookup. Okay, lots of times it starts with Robbie, and then I, I branch out from there. <laughs> That's it. So Robbie's our guy. He's our our broker, our shady broker. He starts it. 
I know shady people. I, I don't want I don't I don't want to hire hitmen. I don't know any hitmen or anything like that. Well, that's good, Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many degrees of separation do you think you are from somebody who does know a hitman? Oh, jeez. Two. Two? Yeah. I think everyone in this room is two away. Two or three. Two. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> if I, well, if you're two, I'm at least I'm at the most three, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a little too close to hitman for me. It is. That person might but be a good place to start, though. Not too many steps. Oh, yeah. Still too many steps. You don't want that many people knowing. I shouldn't have lost. I know, I know, but you did. Okay, and? And the final one. Did Dylan call bylaw on Pepper five years ago over the basketball hoop yeah. incident? This thing just needs to end. This theme thundered back this week uh, because five years ago, Dylan uh, claims he did and then claims he didn't uh, call bylaw on me because my basketball hoop was uh, laying on the, uh, was six inches on the city sidewalk because it was the only place in my yard that it could, it, it would fit so my son could play basketball. And uh, it's not even a true statement, which gets me all fired up. Where else would I have put it? You could put it on the side. And cemented into the ground. You can't play on a slope. You need to have level ground. It's not a true. He could have done it any other way. You mm. put it out there, and then you complained when you broke the law and got caught. Anyway, Dylan was the one that pointed out, hey, you better move this, or someone might call bylaw. And by sheer coincidence, Dylan claims, someone called bylaw the next day. For five years, I've always wondered because Dylan, at first, you did take credit of it because you thought it was funny and you wanted to take I, credit. I did. I thought it was hilarious. Right. Now, our witness on the air who claims to have screenshots that Dylan did take credit for this to her directly has said that, yeah, you messaged her and thought it was funny and that we always pull gags on each other. And, you know, like for the most part, I'm really not that upset. I just wish I knew who it was. I can tell you exactly how it happened and, and why it wasn't me. Well, you want to put an end to this on the podcast well, right now? So, Robbie, you know, right? You say you know. And a lot of people have suspected that maybe Dylan put you up to it or you're the one that did it. I know things you don't know. Yes. Doesn't mean I know everything. Okay. What ended up happening was you had a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. She loved a dessert from some place in St. Albert. Yep. I was out in St. Albert at, I believe, Jack's Burgers, Mm -hmm. eating a burger. And then I thought I would be, uh, bring her over a dessert because she had mentioned something she had, she had uh, messaged me on Instagram or said something about how she was craving that dessert. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm really close. I'll it's just a damn fine dessert. That I'll restaurant grab, closed down. Yeah, I'll grab this dessert and mm-hmm. I'll bring it over. Mm-hmm. And I brought this dessert over and I stayed for maybe three or four minutes. I didn't even know you had a basketball net. This is why I can tell you it wasn't me. I had no idea. It was dark out when I came. It was dark out when I left. I had no idea where the, I still don't even know where the basketball is. I couldn't picture it in a million years where the basketball net even was. You've described it to us. I had no idea. But the next day you said on the air or off the air or in this room, you said someone called bylaw on me. What the heck is up with this? And I thought, oh, what a great time for me to take credit for this. That's hilarious. Someone called the bylaw. I didn't even know that this thing existed. But you did say to me that night, hey, you better watch out this basketball. I don't think I did. Oh, no, you absolutely did. That's I wouldn't have even seen it. It was dark. It was you. I but wouldn't. The thing it is, was it was on the edge out. of the driveway. So if you were driving up, like say she, if his girlfriend was over, she might have been on one side. So yep. you had to park on that side, which you is close to the basketball. You did say those words to me. I remember so that directly. It was right in the way of everything. If you were driving in the driveway, like mm-hmm. you could hit that thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even remember it being there though. That's the thing. And so anyways, I just jumped on the fact that it was, it was, uh, he, someone called. I thought that was funny. And then you got really, really mad. I was like, ooh. Yeah, you got activated on the air. Yeah. I was just like, this isn't fun anymore. I just thought it was going to be funny. Well, the audience got mad at you. 
Yeah, everyone. The audience was mad. got mad at you. Well, I, you were super mad. Well, I was I was annoyed because I had to deal with it and I had no idea how I was going to get rid of it because it was a giant thing. To be totally honest, in a way, it was a bit of a blessing because the thing was an eyesore and it was in the way. Now I there's somewhere I gotta find but the, the audio. audiences who got very mad at you, which is what our witness said, which is what made you backtrack on the admission that you did it. Right. So I, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I can't, I'm not taking credit for something that everyone's going to get mad at, and I didn't even do. Like at right. least I'm going to take credit for things I did. But this is what I've been curious because you said you did, and then you said you didn't. So for so long I haven't known what the real truth is. Did he do it, and he just got nervous because the audience got so mad at him, or did he actually not do it and somebody else did? And for some reason Robbie knows the information. Yeah. But he won't reveal it because what you want to see me live, never have resolved to this. Well, it's been a long time since we discussed this, and mm-hmm. you just brought it up randomly this week. So I just thought, hey, I'll just try to get some money for the Robbie fund out of it, right? And I said, if you, I'll tell you the truth. If you throw a couple bucks to the Robbie fund, but you do know the truth, or you're just saying that to get money for the I Robbie know, fund? I know things you don't know about the basketball hoop night. Yes. I know things you don't know about the whole situation. I'm not really? saying I know the, the 100% truth. I just have information you don't have. What information would you have? Well, just information. The sadness of this entire thing to me mm-hmm. is that you just don't trust me. Well, no, you said both things. So yeah, I don't know which one. one to trust. You did, you yeah. did lie to, he, and then I, but then like you can't joke and lie and then go back on it. That's what I don't understand. Like at this point, if I had uh, done it, right. I would admit it. Yeah, because it's yeah, right. It's, it really it's doesn't so matter. long ago. What do you care? Well, that's why I'm so perplexed by this. Well, you that's why be. I, you I keep telling you for, I didn't do uh, well, it. Well, it's why I can't for a hundred percent think you did because by now you would have owned up up to it. Of course, but it wasn't for a while and uh, later that you did say I didn't do it. So I just, I, I don't know if, uh, again, like, you're like, oh, man, is he ever mad? I'll just tell him that I didn't do it. He's got that other neighbor that calls. See, and, and then that other neighbor is the X Factor because they call bylaw all the time, which is why I kind of think maybe they did do it. A hundred percent. But it had been there for years and they had never done it. And it, it just seems like a spectacular coincidence that after years of that basketball hoop being there, the day after you mentioned it, is when somebody came by. And, and that's why I could take credit. And that's that was why I the big coincidence. And to be honest, we do that kind of stuff to each other all the time. And I said, like, you came, you bought my kid a cat. Yes. You gave me a, a hairless guinea pig. <laughs> that like, is true. You've done things to me that have just been like, ah, oh, this is just funny. This yeah. is just funny. And you know what? It was. It, it was funny because if it was you, I laughed at it. I was shocked that you would do that. It was but then funny. you went back on it. So I have no idea. All I want to know is who did it. Here's the but, reason I went back on it. Okay. The real truth is why I went back is because it was such a coincidence with the timing that mm-hmm. it just worked out and fell into my lap. And I mm-hmm. felt so good about it because it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I don't care if people hate me because, listen, how many times have they done that throughout the years? <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many, Robbie. <laughs> the, I didn't want to be known for something I didn't do. I only want credit for the things I've come up so with. So you wish you did do it, is what you're 100%. saying. 100%. You're like, damn, that was a good idea. Yes. So I, you took credit for somebody else. Yes, and that's what I did. And then I backed out of it because like, I was just like, well, this isn't fun anymore because I actually didn't do it. And then like, it's not as exciting. If I did it, God, I would be so happy. I'm going to do something to you soon just so I can <laughs> so have can something above you. For yes. it? Okay. But that's what makes me mad is I can't take the credit for it. So I hate even being associated with it because it wasn't me. And I hate yeah. lying. And I just don't like the people thinking that it was me because I'm just like, oh, trust me. Like, trust me. There, there are things I'm going to do to you. Mm-hmm. 
in the next couple of years that I love, mm-hmm. that I think is amazing. But when people find out and they go like, oh, Dylan's such a jerk, I'll be proud about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be pumped right. because I'll be like, ah, I right. did that. Right. He has a moral obligation that would prevent him from hiring a hit band, but not pulling nasty pranks on his friends. No, like my girlfriend's parents. Remember, they uh, went to... I, remember, I yeah. wish we did this. They went to... Um, Europe for two weeks, and I didn't go along with them on this trip. Right. And, I, and uh, I was supposed to go over to the house to check something. And so my plan was, which was going to be brilliant. I really wish we did still. And we were going to help you. We had a whole team yeah, willing yeah. to help you. We were going to rent uh, one of those pods and put their entire house into those pods. <laughs> and then move that pod down the street so when they came home, nothing was there. And the, the icing on the cake... Mm-hmm. Because they were always out looking after their lawn. Mm-hmm. Is I, I found a company that would remove their entire lawn. <laughs> just the sod. Just right? the sod. Would, yeah. And then we would just, they would come home to nothing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, would that not be the funniest thing that ever took place? And uh, I, I remember telling my girlfriend, because uh, I wanted her in on it. And she just said that that was such a bad idea and they would be getting us back. They wouldn't the rest see of our the life. joke in it. No. Oh, they would just retaliate. Yeah. And the retaliation, they have way more money than the I do. The escalation would be insane. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then that's why I backed down is because I knew they had endless amounts of money mm-hmm. and their jokes would be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we didn't do it. But like that to me is funny. That yeah. would be wicked. Right. The, calling the bylaw for a, a basketball hoop that affects your son, that's not funny. I jumped on it thinking it was. It's not. Well, I did think it was funny if it was you. See, that's the thing. If it was you, it's kind of funny because we (laughs) play those kind of pranks on each other and we have to have a sense of humor all the time with this friendship. But if it's my neighbor, it's a jerk move. Yes. Because what the hell is it bothering them for? It's like the time I came into my house and you had switched my kitchen and my uh, bedroom That's and everything. Right. Yeah, oh. we moved all your furniture around. Everything was different. And yeah. like I went to go grab a fork and my socks were there. I went to my <laughs> sock drawer <laughs> I was and good. I found my bowl. That was a fun prank, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was a nightmare for about a week trying to get everything back in order. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, Robbie, are you going to reveal it or are you not going to well, reveal it? I may as well. Okay. Because it's gone on way too long. All right. What is the information that you have? This is a big moment for me. Five well, years I've wondered this. The information is just what Dylan told you. I just know. He's telling you the truth. <laughs> he didn't call. He now, didn't how do you call? know that? Because I know. I just know. I was involved from the beginning with him. Right. We talked about it. And we tried to make a joke out of it. Yes. It was. It's so dumb that it's lasted this long. I so can't. you had leaned over to him when I was wasn't in the room and said, "Hey, let's take credit for this." Yeah, because you were so uh, bothered by it, and it fell like, into our laps. Yeah, like he just you had gone out of the room, and he just said, "I didn't do it," and we just had a good laugh about it, and then okay. it just turned into this thing, and it's it, I can't believe it's been five years, I and know. it's still a thing. So it is that neighbor then. It has See, that's to be what someone, I don't know. It's someone on your street. You do recognize the coincidence, though, though right? Well, that's, why we, you, that's why it was an opportunistic moment. Because, and it, it must have stemmed from the whole Robin's egg incident. It's kind of like right. a similar thing happened. Dylan accused me of something that I didn't do. There was a, a Robin's nest I was in at a Dylan's tree old, at Dylan's house. Yeah, yeah. At his old house. He had this elevated deck and we were having beers. He said, hey, Robbie, check this out. And right like in line with where we were is, is a little tree. And there was Robin's Nest right next to us. Robbie was enamored with how cool it was. It was just so cool. And we were like, oh, wicked Robin's. And we had a beer and we were just hanging out. And then I left. And the very next day, the Robin's Nest disappeared. It was gone. And not like it had blown over because you would see little eggs somewhere. Yeah. You would see a nest somewhere. gone. Someone took it. And you've always thought that it was Robbie. Yeah. Still to this day. Well, I I still don't know if it's Robbie. I I mean, he would tell me by now. 
I swear to God, I wouldn't. I grew up in it within a household with a with a superintendent fish and wildlife Couldn't officer. Yes, you know better. You than never to touch do it. baby nests. Couldn't that have just been a magpie would have taken it? But the yeah, whole, but the nest, whole was nest was, was gone. Was the weirdest thing. Like the entire it, thing got swooped it up. It was nestled in this tree. It was more like a, a tall shrub. Mm-hmm. And it was ne- you actually had to open up the tree to like the the. Nobody branches. knew it was there except you and Never I. Never known. Right. So that's why. Yeah. And it was just like, this happened, and I was like, oh, I'm going to jump. It was just kind of like an opportunistic time to jump on a prank. It was. But it wasn't me. So, yeah, it was somebody on your on your block that did it. Okay. Which I think is hilarious. I honestly have never called 311 ever. Right. I still don't know how. And like I say, I have these potholes well, You just pick up a house. phone, you dial 311, and then hit call. No, but and then say what, though? Hey, I got a complaint. I would like to. Yeah. And there's a guy in St. Albert. Yeah, it's really easy. Then they send bylaw out. There was a barking dog at our neighbor's place. Where you used to live. And did you call? Maybe it's a little karma. Sure did. Maybe a little callback karma. <laughs> and I was the hero of the neighborhood. I'll tell you that, because that dog would not stop barking. You can call on a dog? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could do that. And it's a really tough spot for, to be in if you're the pet owner, because I don't I don't want my dog barking all the time either. Right. It's just a barky dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never, I just have never uh, thought to call. Like, it just seems like a big waste. But then like, the, I have a hard time calling on things that matter. The one mystery is the screenshot conversation that you had prior oh, no, to knowing. Wait, that was before you knew bylaw came. No, that, that wouldn't have happened. Because it was the next day. It, it, that would have been like after it already happened on air, I would have taken credit for it. She wouldn't have known before because I wouldn't have known. There's no way I would have known. I didn't know that there was a basketball net there until that night. Yeah. So I wouldn't have told her that night prior to it. Get the screenshots. I promise you the dates won't line up. Uh, well, I can't remember the date. Yeah, it would have been the day after. I'd have to go in. She would have said something like, hey, did you do that? And I would have been like, yeah, I did. Right, right. You wouldn't have gone out of your way to be like, hey, guess what I did today? No, the, the, I guarantee that didn't happen. If that's there, I'll be b- blown away because it's not. Did she send them? I'm just looking right now. No, she hasn't sent them yet. Yeah, because she's making it up. Well, uh, I might have said something to her like, as simple as she she's saying, did you actually call bylaw on Pepper? And you were just running with the jokes. Yeah, still. I would have been like, yeah, of course. We do this. All stuff. He's telling you the truth. All, the all right, that's what happened. All he didn't right. do it. Well, I didn't. now I hate that neighbor even more. Is it still the same neighbor? Yeah. Well, and and like way to blame me. Well, you took you credit for it. I, how, how did I know we, not to do you it? Did it to I yourself. backed out of I it. Know, but I thought you backed out of it because everybody was so mad at you. No. So you're like, yeah, you can't blame oh, him for damn, that. Now a joke backfired. I, I better say I didn't do it. I Everyone was it mad. Was. Oh, they were very mad at you. Which I, I still like. I still think it's. I wish I would have done it. I wish, had I done it, I would have been proud. So here's the best part. Okay, yeah. this is the best part. Then, if it was indeed the neighbor, we'll drop it now. But if it was indeed that neighbor, well, we don't know if it's that neighbor though. That called. It could be anybody on your street. Call bylaw on. Ever. I've had bylaw to my house four times, including the basketball hoop time. For Four what? times. This ice area on the sidewalk that I know you're supposed to clear, but it's so thick that you, you just can't, mm-hmm. right? You just This you, year's yeah. pretty bad for that. Yeah, and they have called on that one, but it's like I share it with my neighbor, so they've called both of us, so somebody's got to clear that up. It's like impossible. It's like a friggin' iceberg on there, right? right? You just got to wait for Mother Nature to get rid of that one. I'm yeah. sorry, but I can't do anything about that. So they've called that. They've called about, this is the dumbest thing. I didn't even know it was a rule. That my gates, because they froze and shifted in the winter, they wouldn't close in the summer anymore. I had to kind of realign them and move all the, the mm-hmm. so they would just blow open yeah, yeah. until I fixed them. So they were open all the time. Apparently, they complained about that. 
that my gates were always open. Is there any possibility, though? Like, yes. just think outside the box for a second now yeah. that you know that I didn't do it. Yeah. That you, who gives his address out on air constantly to ask people to poop there. If they <laughs> need to, if they're in an emergency, why wouldn't you want to take up somebody's open door policy sure, as a bathroom? Absolutely. I know what it's like to be in a pinch. But somebody doesn't like you. Yeah. Here's your address and just is constantly doing this just to you? these things on me. What can we rat him out for? Absolutely. Why I, I mean, it's, it's worth considering, but I think the bigger, th- the evidence there is that this person has called bylaw on their neighbors, like a bunch of different things. They have fought with neighbors. They're just the, the people on the street, the Karens on the street, so to speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've my neighbor right next to me. He's got that giant motorhome. Robbie, you ever see that motorhome? Mm. It's like bigger than his damn mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Well, you're and, not allowed to have motorhomes. No, he's not allowed to have it there, but he gets it for the next day he goes camping so he where else is he supposed to put it he puts it on the driveway to get it ready every time bylaw comes by Jeez. like they don't let not a, a, a slice of grace from these people right here is the full circle way the full circle thing though okay, okay? now that well, i i will accept the fact that they did it and you didn't it's true they are the same people who phoned me to tell me that Robbie's cat was dead. No. What do you think of that? Are you sure it's the same ones? That's the same people, yes. So maybe not a coyote? No. And this all comes back to hiring a hitman. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think that they... No, no, no. I don't think that they killed the cat for walking on their yard. No? I would hope. Going through their flower beds? My mom used to get so mad. But they don't kill a cat for doing that. Okay. Or do no? I don't know them. See, that might be the new mystery. But when I spoke with the man, whom I'd never spoken with before, he was very kind and he was in tears, telling me what he had witnessed. And Robbie, I don't want to give you too many details, but it was pretty bad. Well, he's probably in tears because he committed the murder. He felt the guilt. Oh, (laughs) Oh. could you imagine? Right. So all these years. So I had given him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, they're not so bad. They actually have hearts after all, because they Mm. they told me about this dead cat. But now you've planted the seed that, or did they hate that the cat was out because that's against the law? Probably. Did they kill the cat? Which would make them even worse. It would. Obviously. Oh, or maybe only one person in the household is the bad one. And he witnessed it. Mm-hmm. There's this. There's a lot. Oh. It's Donald like, Place, man. It's a go, wild time. He go deep. Oh, my God. Never know which one it is. Mm-hmm. So now that that's resolved, we'll give Dylan the point for that. Yeah, I'll get over it. I'll accept it. I'm ju- I'm telling you Face the truth. Value. If it was me, I would want you to know. I really would. I know, I know, but that's why I thought when you took credit for it. But anyway, I know, and then you I disclosed to, to Robbie when I was out of the room that you were going to take credit for it. So I will accept that. So the final story. tally of rights and wrongs. The for final the week, tally. Robbie. Yeah, it in the first time since we've been keeping track. Yeah, it's a tie. It's a tie. Oh, we've got a tie. <laughs> what the six rights and wrongs. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. So I th- could give the tiebreaker. Okay. Who would it be? <laughs> Which one of you? You're just going to pick one of us? Yeah. Uh, give it a pepper. You already got all excited. Yeah. Hey. You've been through enough. Thanks, guys. You've been through enough. You win the week. All right. You got well, one week. So there's your Friday version of the Rights and Wrongs, Extended Rights and Wrongs podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll do this every Friday. Again, podcast Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, you'll hear tomorrow the podcast, will uh, your feed will get updated with the weekly wrap, which are highlights from the live show. Yeah.
Unless you're listening to this in like a couple yeah, well, of days. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monday morning on the live show, it returns Pepper and Dylan's $20,000 cash vault. Unless you're listening on Tuesday. We will play that. We might be it wouldn't be on, on the Monday. Yeah, you know, yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Unless you're listening on Oh, boy. Bye. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.